Welcome to the Antioch Sheffield podcast. We are so glad that you can join us for today's message. For more information about Antioch Sheffield, head to our website at antiochsheffield.org.uk. Well, I'm standing in front of the War Memorial in Chapelton, north of Sheffield. Why am I here? Um, Well, I thought this would be a good visual representation of what I want to talk to you about today, which is the importance of memorials in our spiritual lives. Now, you find memorials all over the world, uh, memorials that commemorate great events, you know, significant military victories, maybe great people. Uh, They also commemorate tragedies. And, and, you know, in this case, this memorial has been erected to commemorate the lives of those who uh, uh, gave up their lives in order to defend our way of life and our freedom. And the people that put this here wanted us to never forget that their sacrifice, that our freedom has come at the expense of the sacrifice of these men. And I think memorials are such a helpful thing because they they, they counter a, a, an inherent weakness that we have as people, and that is we have short memories. We tend to forget. You know, great things can happen or terrible things can happen, but, but it, it quickly fades into the recesses of our minds. And, and, and the danger, as they, you know, the, to paraphrase the famous saying, those who forget their past are doomed to repeat it. And there's so many important lessons that have been learned in the past that we don't want to repeat again. But I think that there's a spiritual truth that we need to understand because it's not just about remembering our national history. It's about remembering our spiritual history as well because as we read in the Old Testament uh, and throughout the Bible, the people of God often have a hard time remembering all the ways that God has intervened in their lives. There's a number of examples of this throughout the Old Testament of of the people, God intervening in a significant way, delivering the nation of Israel and everybody's happy. But then when the pressure's off and the anxiety's gone, they they forget about what God has done for them and they they compromise their devotion to God. And so in several instances, God commanded his people to construct memorials to remind them of these significant moments in their national history. Now, one of those examples that I want to read to you today comes from Joshua. And, and the background for this is that in, uh, the people of Israel had been uh, led out of Egypt in a dramatic way. But then they'd been wandering in the desert for 40 years. But now is their moment. They're about to enter into the Promised Land. And they're camped on the east side of the Jordan River. And once they cross over, they're into the Promised Land. But the Jordan River, it's a significant obstacle. You know, they don't have bridges in those days and getting a whole nation across this river even though jordan river is not particularly big it's still quite a challenge and it tells us that that they were trying to cross it when it was at its flood stage so god commanded the people he said hey i want you to take the ark of the covenant which was a symbol of god's presence with them and the priests hoisted it on poles on their shoulders in the moment it says that their feet touched the water that the water began to dry up the, the, the riverbed dried up and they walked out into the middle of the jordan river and they stood there with the ark of the covenant on their shoulders while the whole nation crossed over and after that took place in joshua chapter 4 we read this when the people had crossed the jordan the lord said to joshua 
Now choose 12 men, one from each tribe, and tell them, take 12 stones from the very place where the priests are standing in the middle of the Jordan. Carry them out and pile them up at the place where you will camp tonight. So Joshua called together the 12 men he had chosen, one from each of the tribes of Israel. He told them, go into the middle of the Jordan in front of the ark of the Lord your God. Each of you must pick up one stone and carry it on your shoulder. So these would have been good sized stones. 12 stones in all, one for each of the 12 tribes of Israel. And we will use these stones to build a memorial. In the future, your children will ask you, what do these stones mean? Then you can tell them, they remind us that the Jordan River stopped flowing when the Ark of the Lord's Covenant went across. These stones will stand as a memorial among the people of God forever. And so that's what they did. And it also tells us that Joshua had them uh, build, a, 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 do the same thing to stack up a, a stones as a memorial in the middle of the Jordan River. So that when, they, when people came to the Jordan, they would see this huge pile of stones and think, well, what happened here? Why is that pile of stones there? And, and the whole purpose of this was to remind Israel of this significant moment in its history when God had intervened to allow the whole nation to enter into the promised land. So this was a significant moment in the life of this nation that God wanted them to remember. And that's what memorials are there for. And that's, that's why God asked them to do this. And I think that the principle that we see here is one that we also need to apply. You see, I think we all need our own personal memorials to remind us of the ways God has intervened in our lives. We need to be reminded because it's so easy, you know, to, to pray and ask God for something. When the pressure's on, we cry out to God. But then, but then when he answers and he delivers us, then the pressure's off. And we tend to forget about the ways that he's done, he's delivered us, the ways he's intervened in our lives. But, but we don't want to forget those things. We need to remember all the times that God has answered our prayers. We need to remember the times that God has delivered us, the times he's healed us, the times he's rescued us, the times he's provided for us, the times that he's, he's uh, restored something to us. We don't want to forget those things. So what does it mean to have a memorial in your life, a spiritual memorial in your life? Practically, you know, are we, are we building our own little monuments out of stones? What, what does that mean? Well, I want to give four practical suggestions of what that could look like in your life. The first is, it might mean taking a physical object, an object that symbolizes your encounter with God. It might be, you know, a time God's spoken to you, a time God's done something significant for you, and you find an object that symbolizes that, that you can keep in a place that that you'll see regularly. Some people call these stones of remembrance. And I think it's a great idea to have a physical object that regularly reminds you of God's faithfulness in your life. Secondly, I would suggest that one of the ways that you can do this is just to simply write it down. You know, maybe you've heard the phrase that the shortest pencil is better than the longest memory. I think we have a tendency to overestimate our ability to remember things. And, you know, so often when, when God does something significant in our lives, we think, oh, I'm never going to forget that. But, but we do. We so easily forget it. And so I want to encourage you, when, when God does something significant in your life, write it down. 
Simply write it down, make a record of it. This is what journals are for. Write down the things that God has done in your life that, that are significant to you. You know that, by the way, that's what the Bible is. This whole book is a record of God's faithfulness to men. And, and it's through this that we know about the great deeds of God throughout history. It's, it's through this book that we know about the Red Sea and the parting of the Jordan River and David and Goliath and the life and death and resurrection of Jesus. So writing it down is one of the ways that we make a memorial to God. Thirdly, I want to encourage you to tell someone else. You know, did you notice there in that passage that, 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 um, that the, the part of the reason for the memorials that the Israelites built on the banks of the Jordan River is so that their kids would hear about it. And, and you see, our testimony, our, our stories of God's intervention in our lives, I mean, that obviously builds our own faith. They're for us, but they're also for other people as well. They're for the future generations of Jesus followers that, that are going to grow up. And, and we want them to hear the stories and the deeds of God in our generation. So telling other people is actually a way that we um, make a memorial of the things God has done in our lives. So you can tell your family, you can tell your friends, you can tell uh, the people that you work with, you can tell, tell your life group. But making a point of actually sharing the testimonies of your lives, that's one of the ways that we make a memorial out of what God's done for us. And finally, I want to suggest that, that we make those places places of worship. Now, there's another story in Genesis about Jacob. Jacob is fleeing for his life, and, and, and one night he lays down, and, and it says that, that he put a stone under his head to use as a pillow. You know, you know you're, not, you're in a low point in your life when you're using stones as a pillow. But, but he says that while he was sleeping, he has this dream in which God appears to him. It's, it's the Jacob's ladder dream. And, and it was such a significant moment for him because it was his first time to encounter this God that was the God of his grandfather Abraham and the God of Isaac. And I'm sure he'd heard all the stories about how God had intervened in their lives, but now he was encountering this God for himself. And it says that when he woke up, he, he took the stone and he set it up and he poured olive oil on it to consecrate it and say, this is a sacred part for me. And, and he makes the statement, he says, that this will become a place of worship for me. And I think that's part of what these memorials are meant to be in our lives is, is, is a place of worship and gratitude and thanksgiving to God for what he's done in our lives. And you know, when I get into places where, you know, if I'm, if I'm experiencing a time of dry worship, you know, and I'm sure we've all had that where you're kind of worshiping, but it just feels like, you know, that, that there's nothing happening and your heart's really not engaged. What I like to do is go back to the memorials of God in my life, the, 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 the highlight reels of the things God has done in my life to remind myself of God's faithfulness, to remind myself of the times he's intervened, and that, that ignites my worship again. And that's what these things can be. They, they can be places where, where we regularly return to give thanks to God, to worship him for all the ways that he has intervened in our lives. And that is, is part of making a memorial of those things to the Lord. Well, why am I saying all this this morning? Why am I even talking about this? You know, I think in this time of disruption and uncertainty, where a lot of us have had a really rough year this year, I think it's so easy for us to be focused 
on, on all the hardships we're facing and the difficulties we're enduring and the uncertainty and, and, and just feel like God is a million miles away. And it's now that we need to remember his faithfulness to us. It's now that we need to remember that God is good, that he's trustworthy, that he's delivered us before and he will deliver us again, that he is seated on his throne, that he loves us, that he cares for us, that he hasn't abandoned us or forsaken us. And even though we're facing challenging times, God is still with us. So I want to encourage you today to take some time to remember those moments in your life where God has intervened for you, where God has, maybe he's delivered you in some way, maybe he's healed you, maybe he's provided for you supernaturally, maybe spoken to you powerfully, maybe you had a powerful experience with his presence. I mean, that's my story. When I was at university, I had a powerful experience with the Holy Spirit. And, and when I've had really low times or down times, I go back to that moment. I remember that. I was like, oh yeah, God met with me there. He is who he says he is. And even though times might be difficult right now, I can trust in him. He hasn't forsaken me. So you can go back to those places. And I want you to think of those places. And I want you to think like, what, what can I do to make a memorial of the Lord to this? I mean, have you written it down? If you haven't, then, then start there. Have you told somebody else about it? T make it? Make a point to tell somebody especially your own family. And if you have kids, your own kids, this is important for the next generation to hear your stories of how God's intervened in your life. And then make it a place of worship. Make it a place of, of, of regularly bringing it to, the God, to God with gratitude and thanksgiving. And yeah, of course, if you have a way of, of making it, you know, taking a physical object to remind you, so much the better. You know, ha put it in a place where you're going to see it on a regular basis. And every time you see it, just like this memorial here, you remember and you give thanks. So we're going to conclude today by doing one of these things. We're going to conclude in worship and we're just going to sing a simple song about the goodness of God. And as we do that, I, I, I want you to just... Go, go back in your own mind to just those places where God has met with you. And let me say before we do that, you know, if you can't think of an example right off the bat, that's okay. You know, this is what I'm talking about. We tend to forget the things that God has done in our lives in the past. But I want to encourage you, just simply pray, ask God, would you remind me of the times that you've been faithful to me? Would you remind me of the times you've intervened in my life? I mean, the fact that you're alive today means God has intervened in your life in some way over the years. So ask the Holy Spirit to remind you of those times. And then as we go into worship right now, I, I want you to just simply give thanks for those moments. And that's, that's just a, a step in making a memorial, <laughs> creating a reminder, a stone of remembrance of what God has done in your life. Thank you for listening today. To listen to more messages like this one, head to our website at antiochsheffield.org.uk forward slash podcast. We are looking forward to seeing you soon.